0: If you need the connections to buyers, the media, or companies that can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. Now here to share the who, what, and why of inventing, your innovation divas, Melinda Knight and Bianca
1: La, 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 la. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? I, yes. I think I had too many internet devices open. Could that possibly be why?
2: I don't know. I think that it messes with things, but I don't know. I'm just not I'm not the techy person.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'm turning off my phone. I turned off. I had two computers going. I think, you know, running an empire like we do, you have <laughs> to be totally connected, but not we have to focus. And this is our radio show. We have 1 hour every single week where we have amazing guests promoting them and supporting them so that's what we have to do we got to just get rid of all those other internet browsers and that
2: that all those things that take to run an empire we have to (laughs) shut those off so we can focus on the show because this is our outlet this is our creative outlet this is where we get to actually meet awesome people every single week it's so much fun it
1: really is and you know what I'm honored that I can do this show with my business partner and and actually one of my dearest friends and yes I, th- I think we're we're close to our
2: anniversary girl aren't we I know this is going on 2 years so so uh no itching yet. So this is a- <laughs> I'm very speak happy in my marriage. For, speak for yourself. No, just kidding. You gotta you gotta take something for that itch, you know.
1: No, you know what? In my life, there are three partnerships that or four. There's you, which I adore, my husband who I love, my children that sometimes drive me crazy, but I will always love them. And you know the fourth one that relates to water and sunsets that I, I can't even discuss. So at least I can say three out of four ain't bad. Isn't there a song about that?
2: Well, I think the fourth will do, you know, you, you can let people imagine what that might be. So that's Okay.
1: Yeah, we we don't have to go there because I don't even think that they would even be listening to our radio show, but that's for another day when we have no guests that show up. So oh. we, we actually have some guests, which is wonderful, right?
2: Yeah, really exciting ones. It's going to be a really nice mix th- today, so I'm excited. You should say who you are. I kind of we don't do that anymore, but maybe we should. Well, I'm Melinda Knight, and uh, I guess I help with the online marketing, and and we kind of you know take team take team our our uh roles so um i guess my marketing is the background Right. So Melinda is from Seattle. She forgot to mention that. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I have this, co- coffee in my veins.
1: Yeah. She has coffee streaming her veins. They, they I do an IV every day. Yep,
2: I do. Coffee. I don't even drink it anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I am Deanna Cohen, and we're co-founders of Inventors Network. Besides having this wonderful radio show, we do some great things for inventors. Um, we're getting ready to do this amazing virtual pitch session for the second time for Telebrands, one of the largest as-seen-on-TV companies. And today we are going to focus on um, an industry expert that um, brings a lot to the table. And I have so many questions for TJ. I, I know you probably do too, but
2: I think we need to get him on and just start asking. because I think there's so too. I'm excited to meet him in person or at least virtually. Which we <laughs> I, always love. Yeah. Hi TJ.
1: Hello, how are you? We are yes. great as you can hear from our banter back and forth our yes,
2: Congratulations on uh, almost
3: 2 years.
1: Yeah, I thought it was 3. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> well, we,
2: we've been to, Oh, has it been 3? Gosh, it's gone by so fast. We've well, we've known each other beyond this, so it feels like we've been together for a long time. Gosh. It's a good a good marriage,
1: but thank you.
2: Well, so, good. So TJ,
3: well, I, I, is, I hear you have a lot of questions. So I, I'm, 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 I'm open. Uh, hopefully, they will be confined to the intellectual property law space. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll we'll deal with them as we get them.
1: Well, that they are, and and you know, it's interesting. And I will give a little background onto who you are because you are a, an attorney that specializes in intellectual property. And for our listeners, you know. You need to protect your product. You know, this is an an important piece to the invention process. And one of the things that we find so interesting and we as we sometimes joke with our inventors that call is that we say, you know, we can't give them legal advice because we don't play lawyers on television. But um, you do in the real world. and, And so your advice is has to be, you know, heard and has to be in the ever-changing world of, of patent law and everything. So I just want to give a kind of interesting background story and, and see how you would answer this. Can we do that? Okay. Sure. Okay. So I was on the f- phone uh, with someone who saw a product, and he's in the industry. Um, he sells to big stores, and he saw a product and at a big trade show, And that inventor um, didn't chose not to work with him. It was just a choice. He said, you know, she said she didn't want to work with him. He had a special pricing and it wasn't to her liking. And she wanted to have a go of it with her product. And um, and she said she was protected for whatever it's worth. He did some research and found out that she hadn't um, filed for a patent. And he said that, you know, he didn't. he he didn't care. He just was going to go in and and take her idea. Now he did, and he's been incredibly successful with it. And unfortunately it was a hard thing for her from what I understand. And I've never talked to her, but um, I would imagine a very hard thing for her. And so my question to you is how, how be it before the intellectual or the, the patent, what kind of things can these inventors do and and I, I have an idea, too, but I want to hear from you. What are the stepping stones to get to having that final patent? And are you actually protected even with a design patent? So that's a twofold question.
3: Yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll start with part two. Uh, yes, design patents will protect you, but they only protect you for what we call the ornamental design of your product, meaning exactly how it looks. Um so if someone makes something that works in the same way as your product but looks a little bit different, they've gotten around your design patent. So what we try to do is we try to kind of wrap your product around uh, several types of protection, and design patents is just one of them. So, you know, you give it a good name, you get a good trademark, you, you, you protect it that way. You get a utility patent which protects either how it's made or how it works, or the construction. Uh, so a you know, utility patent is probably going to be the, the best protection for you. Uh, and then there's a the design patent. You, 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 uh, you go after how it looks and try to protect that. So, and, and that may be important. You know, Maybe the design, the way something looks, is the most important, but uh, it, it doesn't afford you anything beyond the way something looks. Now, the first part of your question was, you know, the steps that you take. Well, you know, patent the patenting process is not a cheap process. So, you know, everybody's not going to be able to run out and and file a utility patent the first time with a respected uh, patent attorney who's going to charge them ten to $15,000. So, short of that, what you can do is <clears> – <throat> excuse me, you can – uh You can file what's called a provisional patent application. And a provisional patent application basically tells everything about your patent, I mean, sorry, everything about your invention, but doesn't have all of the requirements of a utility patent. For instance, you don't have to have uh, drawings that are to certain specifications, you can have hand drawings. You don't have to have claims, which are the meets and bounds of your invention. You can just describe your invention and, for a, a, a nominal fee, file it with the USPTO. Now, I always re, always suggest that you go through a, uh, a patent agent or a patent attorney to file your provisional uh, only because there are, there are things you can say in your provisional that could hurt you down the road, and you wouldn't know that as a layperson. So that's probably the best thing you can do. Um, other than well, that, you can you can make people uh, sign NDAs, and you know that, then you have at least a contractual basis to go after them.
2: Uh, can I just ask you a quick question about the uh, sure. provisional patents? If someone were to go through an attorney with that. You know what kind of range would they be looking at in cost? Um, Since you said you know 10 to 15 k for a utility patent, you know just to give an inventor an idea of what they should do at least initially to properly protect themselves.
3: Okay, so back up a step. The the 10 to 15 k I was quoting is is a high end from a big law firm.
4: Okay. Okay
3: you know a solo practitioner or a you know a non-traditional firm like ours uh-huh. it's going to be more in the range of you know 5 to 7
2: Okay. Well, um, see, that, we those are have... nice, those are really helpful numbers for just to give oh, yeah. the inventor, you know, some helpful, you know, ideas of, you know, what do things cost? And, you know, there's always the legal Zoom route and, and you know, and I think right, your, right. your tip of not, of, of, you know, maybe that's not always the great fit because you're not going to know. You don't, I mean, who would have thought that a provisional patent, if you don't do it properly, could actually hurt you down the road. So that's invaluable information.
3: Well, thank you, and, and I and I think you know from a provisional standpoint, if you went with a you know a, a small firm or a non-traditional firm, you could probably get a a good provisional done for you know three to five thousand. Okay. So it's not it's not as bad uh, you know as people may think, but it's still not inexpensive. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know in about a minute or so, TJ we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about you know how long the process is for for an inventor to actually get their utility because I think that's a big piece that as long as you have a patent pending on your packaging, we can talk about where that you know stops those the the vultures you know if yeah, if it doesn't well, close them down. It does hopefully slow them down. So so when we come back after break and a short word from some of our sponsors, we can um, hear and talk to TJ um, a little bit more about that. And we'll give his website out in a in a minute after we come back from quick break. We'll we'll be right back.
0: Linda and Diana will return after a short break with my more of Innovation there. Divas. Love the smell of a hair
5: Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis, Perspectives with Purpose, Insights with Heart, the WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked, and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world, from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose based principles of her signature Soul Sense System, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Visit
0: This is Buzz Local Radio. We have three <laughs> topics here, and we just added a fourth. We started talking about hot
6: dogs. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Yep, man. Welcome. He's in a band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day that so, day. we had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four I or five that. songs that cool. afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic <laughs> Fish. I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not uh, let me wear my pants backwards sorry. to school either. That was wiggity, wiggity, wiggity whack. Yeah.
3: Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com.
0: That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on TogiNet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen.
1: Well, before we went to break, we were talking to TJ. And, uh, by the way, TJ, why don't you give out your, your web address so people who are interested in finding a good patent attorney um, can find you?
3: Oh, well, gladly. Uh, our, website, our, excuse me, our website is uh, www.fisherbroyles.com and that's Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R-B-R-O-Y-L-E-S.
1: Wonderful. So before we went to break, um, TJ was talking about the protection path for inventors. So obviously, there's different ways of protecting your product. And you know it's funny, TJ, when i um, I had written treatments for a TV show back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and also had inventions uh, even longer. And at the time, before the Internet, so I'm dating myself, they said what you would do is you would mail yourself a letter. So it would be <laughs> dated. Is that, is that something that used to happen in the invention world? Yeah, or I mean, I've, I've just heard being... stories. Yeah, you're probably too young. But yeah. <laughs> no, I,
3: no, 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 no. Uh, I've heard stories of people doing that. I'm not sure how effective it was. I mean, basically what you were trying to do, is set the date of invention, saying, okay, I invented it by this date. And that used to be important because until, oh, about a year and a half ago, the United States was on a first to invent system. But now we are with the rest of the world on a first to file system. So it doesn't matter when you invented it, it matters when you file.
1: Interesting, right? I mean, that's that's something that maybe people don't even realize. So so then the provisional patent, if if I, you know, because that saves the inventor some money and a lot of time and in, in, in creating that very detailed utility patent, if they're ready to go to market and show up at a trade show or post it on the Internet, if they say patent pending, that's the provisional, correct?
3: They could be either. So whenever you have a patent application pending at the USPTO, you can put, you put patent pending on your product. So that, that, that goes for a provisional or utility.
1: Okay, right. And, and how long is, it seems like there's a backlog of inventions. Of how many, does it take years? Does it take months?
3: Well, depending on the art field. So, you know, for instance, uh, biotech is, I mean, it's probably like three or four years before they're even going to look at it. Um, but a mechanical device, you know, a simple household item, it could be a year and a half before they pick it up. Now, keep in mind that when you file a provisional application, no one looks at it. it it's basically a placeholder for you to later file a utility application and claim priority to the uh, provisional. So you file a provisional today, you've got a year within which. To file the utility, and then once you file the utility, you say, "Hey, I, I filed the provisional a year ago. Let's use that date as my date of uh, uh, application." So, if someone comes up with something in the interim, you're still covered.
1: And is there a um, so? If you pay the three to four thousand dollars for the provisional, does the utility still then cost another, you know, five or six or ten thousand, or is part of that that's information? A, that's
3: a very good y- question. Used so. Yeah, that's that's a good question. So, say say you've got a uh, a, an invention that would normally cost you three thousand for a utility. I mean, sorry, three thousand for a provisional and six thousand for a utility. And you decide to file the provisional. Well, the utility, when you when it comes around, is not going to be six thousand, but it's also not going to be three thousand, which is the difference of the two. It's probably going to be more in the range of you know four thousand because there's there's more that has to be done than just take the provisional and, you know, put some claims on it and a drawing, you really have to um, – you've got to rewrite the whole thing. Now, obviously, there's going to be a lot of cutting and pasting involved, so that's why it's going to be a big cost savings. But in the end, it's going to cost you more to file both than it would to file a utility initially. But what the provisional does is it buys you some time. You file it today. You've got a year to find out whether it's commercially viable or if you've got some changes, you know you may in- incorporate those into the utility that you couldn't before. Uh, so there's some benefits.
2: Well, and and you're you're going on to the changes because I we see that a lot where you know you have to make tweaks and you get feedback that can, you know, affect those things. So say you file the utility patent, you've gone to that step, and then you get this feedback of like, oh, the you know, plastics breaking or plastic this whatever it is. How does what's that process like to actually make a modification to a utility patent?
3: Well, you know, hopefully your patent attorney thought of things like material changes uh, and drafted it broad enough to encompass whatever changes you come across. Now, sometimes that's not the case, and, you know, you find out that your product doesn't work at all and you've got to make some wholesale changes. In that case, you're going to have to file a new you, – you can probably file what's called a continuation in part, and basically what that is is if you file a utility, you add a bunch of stuff to it, and then the new stuff – Essentially, gets the new filing date of the of the second application. You can't add new material to an already filed utility application. Now, you can explain things. You can you know you could uh, reword things potentially, but you cannot add new material.
1: Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's quite interesting. And and when it comes to your process, what makes you and your law firm a little bit more unique? <laughs>
3: Do we have enough time on the show?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, we have a few minutes. Let's uh, let's see if yeah, we can rock yeah, it.
3: Essentially, our, our our firm is is a lot different because we are a cloud based firm. So, we have attorneys that have worked at most of the large firms around the country, and we because we don't have the overhead of brick and mortar, we're able to provide the same type of services we did when we were at the big firms. But at a much lower cost, you know, most of the firms that you see downtown have a huge office in a large building with big rent and mahogany desks and artwork on the wall. We we did away with all that stuff and we basically you pay for what's between our ears as opposed to, uh, (laughs) you know, all the other
1: stuff. That's an important piece to know, you know. I mean, That'd be I
2: think, a great tagline. You pay for what's between our ears. I love that. Yeah, I might, I might <laughs> trademark that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think know how to do that.
1: God, if you, if you only could meet one of my friends who, like, has probably 30 websites, and I'm like... Are you kidding me like you got to stop because I mean I know she hasn't like trademarked the name for every one of them but she thinks she's just out there you know creating websites you know <laughs> so, Good for her. so what what few minute advice would you give someone who's just starting out would you t- if if they really had something that was the use of and not a unique design because it sounds like design doesn't always really cut the cake right sure
3: so you know, if it's something that you unique to them, I, I think it depends on what their what their um, financial situation is. If you've got the money, find a good patent attorney and protect it before you tell anybody about it. If finances are an issue, then maybe you you get a partner that can invest with you. Uh, if that's not working out for you, then then have a good nondisclosure agreement and talk to people in the industry and have them sign the non-disclosure agreement before you talk to them, and then maybe you can have, get some help funding this thing. I mean, that, that's always, you know, the cart before the horse. You find the money before you patent it, or you patent it before you find the money. And, and there's no good answer to that. It's whatever situation you're in.
1: Right. Everyone's unique, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And, and have you seen some, some really cool inventions and some success stories that have come through your firm? You know there
3: are a lot um but not nothing I, I don't do a lot of you know just household items generally uh I do a lot of medical devices uh we do a lot of software stuff uh we work with a lot of universities because our price points are so good um, so we've got some really neat ideas, but not something I can say, hey you know you know have you seen this product although I do have some uh some friends that I've done patent, patents for that uh that you may have seen
2: and, and you know what I think is beyond uh, your firms, you know, what makes them unique. I mean, your background is, is you know, makes you, I think, more sensitive to the inventor and what the inventor has to go through. Do you want to cover that a little bit?
3: Uh, yeah, I've got several patents of my own. I've got a couple uh, little startups that I'm trying to get going myself. But that experience definitely puts, your, it changes your paradigm, you know, makes you look at it from a different viewpoint. You know, people that invent, uh, you know, that's important to them. And you've got to not take that lightly. Um, you know, pe- people, It. it, it and, I, and I think you and I have talked about this, it's their brainchild mm. that they, they've got ownership of. So uh, you've got to be very sensitive of that.
2: Uh, and and baby. I think I've got
3: a good perspective on that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's their baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have to we have to be sensitive to that every single day and everything we do. So, you know, and because we're inventors ourselves, you know, I think you have that unique approach when you can Thank you know you. be sensitive to their needs and and that it's you know it, it their their skin isn't as thick as you think it is. So, yeah, especially true, when it true. comes to that, and they do need to thicken it up, but it takes time. So, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, and do you want to cover what you know what you know we have a if people don't know already we have a membership based platform and that's where you can also find t j he's in there for so we can connect him to the inventors who come to us for help um, What unique thing are you um, offering to you know the members of our network
3: well i'm happy to uh, to to take a free phone call and uh, kind of give them general information. Obviously, I can't give them specific legal advice
7: mm-hmm.
3: without having them engaged. Um, yeah. But I'm happy to give them general advice, general knowledge uh, stuff, up to an hour's worth of uh, discussion.
2: That's that's fabulous. And if, it, if people also don't know, it's free to become a member. So we are not charging the inventor to come in. We like to help the, the inventors just just starting out. So that that don't know what direction to go with, so um, so we help you That's all great. along the way. Good stuff. Well,
1: well, thank you so much, TJ, for being on our show today and for you know giving some advice to those who, you know, are listening. You know, one of the most important pieces of this process of invention is education, and we really truly appreciate it. So, you know, go to our um, show page at toginet.com, backslash shows. Innovation Divas to hear more about TJ and his law firm Fisher Boils, and we'll be right back with our next guest after a few minutes from some sponsors. Break
0: with more of Innovation Divas. So cute, what's
5: Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you. But it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen.
6: Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life. and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Core.
1: You know, I love it when uh, we have someone like TJ who's so, you know, laid back about, you know, the big picture, but also Mm -hmm. so knowledgeable about the fact that he, he made that choice to not go with a big firm and to really, you know, save money for the inventor community. I love that.
2: I love that too. And I think, you know, that it goes back to everything that's to the core of our business about protecting and connecting and educating the inventor. And he is kind of the epitome of that where an inventor can feel truly taken care of. So it's, it feels good. It feels really good to connect him. So we, we,
1: we kind of laugh because we think you're cute, TJ. So, you know, just so you know. (laughs) <laughs> nobody needs to worry no husbands no wives we're just no. we're just silly little girls all right so uh we have i hope either both sisters or i mean this is a great product i mean i don't know about you but the deodorant
2: oh my always gosh. gets on my black shirt don't right even get me started don't I'm even not, I'm oh i'm going get you not e- even the ones you. that say they don't do i mean it just is never ending
1: so this is a great invention that prevents that from happening, right? Yes, yes, it then, does. Then we got to get these ladies on. Without further ado, why don't you make the introduction?
2: Oh, hello, Nancy. Nancy, am I saying yeah. your last name right? T- Tomofsky? Yep, Tomofsky, Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tomofsky, okay. Yeah. And is Stephanie with us, or is it just you today? It's just me today. Okay, well, welcome to the show, and after, I mean, you had a tornado come through? How scary yeah. is that?
7: Yeah, and that's very rare, so uh, it was kind of scary, and, you know, it was early in the morning. So no one really even knew about it, but uh,
2: like where,
1: where do you live?
7: In uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan.
1: Wow. Yeah, that is, I mean, I would think that at some level that you would get some tornadoes, but that is scary. I hope everybody's okay.
7: Yes. Yes. Luckily, it, you know they say everybody's fine, so it's a good thing. But um, it's all got Today's very sunny and beautiful out, so that's great.
1: Well, good. So let's let's talk about this idea and what was your aha moment for coming up with it, and, and the name of the product, and everything. Let's let's just not let's cut to the chase of getting your product um, t- explained and why you came up with it.
7: Well, you know, it was pretty much. Uh, with having a problem initially, it started that way, as a lot of products are created that way. And um, Stephanie, my sister, and I, we were um, going to a meeting one day, and we were running late and always having, you know, the same problem constantly, and this time it being deodorant marks. Uh, we were heading out the door, and she was like, you have deodorant on your shirt. So I ran in, grabbed a towel, wet it, and then wiped the marks off. So we get to the meeting, and I realized that I have this huge wet spot on the side. <laughs> yeah, so it made the matter worse <laughs> And uh, once we got out of there I said, you know, there has got to be something out there That you can use because now I have Lint on the shirt, it's wet, you know I just made it worse than it was And we started doing some research and looking into different products And it was, you know, you'd have to carry a Lint roller, you'd have to carry water with you, And all these things, you know, several things In order to solve, you know Multiple clothing problems So we thought, why don't we, you know Try and create something ourselves and that's where we led to, you know, starting or doing our research and getting um, different materials and testing them. The R&D began, and we, from there, just started learning as we went, really. It, we've not, neither one of us have ever done it before, so the learning process as we go.
1: So let's talk about that. I mean, I don't know if you were able to listen to our previous guests, but um, what was your, your protection process like, and, and how did you get your product Um, Out there in terms of protecting it
7: Well you know we contacted A local um, attorney It was several actually Just because it is uh, an expensive Part of the process But um, and we got some information You know to speak with different Attorneys and um, When we finally decided we're going to You know first trademark the name So we went ahead and did that And got the name registered for the product Of Unmarked and um then along with that, we've applied for the patent, and that's all through the attorney. They handled it for us, and um, I think it's a great thing to have just to keep you protected. You know, you're you never know when out there what's going to happen, and people come across the idea and say, "Oh, well, you know, that's something I could probably do," and you know, especially overseas, um, having you know being able to do that to recreate a product.
2: Right. Are you are you having your product made here in the U.S. or or are yes. you?
7: Yeah, it's here it's made here in the U.S. in Michigan. We have a local manufacturer, and that's actually a funny story because uh, Stephanie and I had uh, went to our local Joanne's store when we realized our product needed to be sewn, and we're like, oh well, you know, neither one of us sewn before. I'm like, it can't be that hard. So we got a sewing machine and. Started to do some prototypes ourselves, and that didn't go so well. We broke a ton of needles. And then we took the machine back, and then that's when we realized, okay, we need professionals to step in here. And we just looked um, online and did our research, and found some local sewing manufacturers in the area. And we were able to uh, connect with the, actually a great one here in Michigan. That, you know, we work well with them. We're able to go and involved in the process and see how things are going and so it makes it easier to have it here and it's almost like a family relationship we've created with them so we feel comfortable being there
1: that's so nice do you mind sharing who your uh your manufacturer is no not at
7: all it's fiber trim in roseville michigan and they do all they create all the unmarks there it's where the magic happens
1: that's so wonderful. You know, that's that's a big piece of of our business is to, you know, introduce inventors to n- new relationships with with uh manufacturers and I think that, you know, just even one little, you know, mm-hmm. connection is a critical piece as you know that's what we try and do every day with our community. Absolutely. So so now you have your product made and now you've mm-hmm. protected it. Where have you gone to the take it to the next level? Have you introduced it to retail or are you just trying to sell it online well we did set up on online uh, we do sell online so we have that going
7: and during that time we uh were you know being in michigan they're rebuilding the state and so they do a lot of local programs and so we thought you know we'll just go to our local store pick one and happened to be walgreens and you know went in there and we spoke to the um manager which is like a community manager they have and he handles about six stores, you know, under him, so we went to talk to him, showed him the product, how it works, gave him all the information, the sell sheets, and, you know, the wholesale pricing, and um, he said he'd give it a try and put it out, you know, put it on the floor, and it's on clip strips to start with, and so, it, you know, we did that and got the product in there and did some uh, local advertising, so that came out, you know, on our benefit because it was all free and new product and you know, they advertised it locally on the news, newspapers, on the radio. And then all, all of a sudden it just, you know, everyone was a buzz, and everybody started going to the Walgreens and purchasing them. Well, at the same time, they were going to Walgreens where the product wasn't being sold, so they were requesting for the product. So we had the stores calling us and saying, you know, we need your product. So it was, it was quite exciting. And um, so now we're up to about, I want to say about 89 Walgreens total. Wow, Wow. congratulations, that's fantastic Yeah, all here in Michigan currently So um, we're continuing to grow with them And um, it was all just, you know, taking a chance and walking in and talking to the manager Because the worst he's going to say or she is going to be no And that's okay, we've heard that before, you know
2: Well, that's an important message. That's a really important message because, you know, that's sometimes the inventor's biggest fear. And once you get past that, you know, Mm -hmm. no's not going to kill you. (laughs) So, you
7: know, you
2: can get past (laughs) it.
7: Absolutely. So with that, then we just started um, looking into other, you know, programs with retailers if they had any. And we were able to secure uh, Whole Foods. We just started with one location currently here in Midtown, Detroit, and then um in ace hardware also here in detroit so we're just growing them little by little but we're hoping to uh next year have you know at least the walgreens throughout all of michigan and most likely some more retailers to to move on good, from
1: there. good for you and you basically created a category right i mean mm-hmm. you said that there was nothing i mean i've seen a little like spongy thing before but you've really taken it to the next level where yeah, can you you want to describe it and let's talk a little bit about it. We have about three minutes so we have to go to break. Oh sure,
7: yeah. Um, you're you're absolutely right. There really isn't anything out there, and the spongy thing you're talking about is um, it's not. It doesn't do what everything on marks does. And where our product, it's first of all it's reusable, but it's very, you know, it's a sturdy product. So when you put your hand in there, you can get the marks immediately off. And these marks can be, you know, they're mysterious, different marks from lint to pet hair they could be dried foods residues things i've seen that i don't even know what it is and i'll free up the product <laughs> <laughs> you
2: may and not want to know what it is too and that sometimes. too
7: you know sometimes you have to sit where you don't want to and yeah. things happen but it comes in handy multiple times especially you know when you're on the go all the time you just take it out you can be walking and wiping so you're not looking for water you're not looking for the lint roller that's stuck to everything in your bag you know but the product it's reusable You don't need the water um, to use it. And we also donate 5% of our proceeds to breast cancer organizations. So it's very important to us as far as, you know, being able to do that.
1: You know what? That's such a special time, especially as October is coming around, as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of, you know, buy your products? And when we come back after break, we will uh have a few minutes to to wind things up with you but okay. give your web address and we'll hope that people go out and buy from you. Sure.
7: Right. Absolutely. You can find on at www.unmarx.com.
1: And um and you and your sister came up with this idea but were you were you said you were on your way out the door were you working together with with another project or another job or
7: yeah, we actually were working. We were in the medical device industry working together at the time. So we've been uh, partners in crime for quite some time now.
1: <laughs> That's so nice to have yeah. a sister to do that with. That is
7: absolutely. nice. Keep it in the family. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun. It is. We have a good time doing it.
1: Well, we're we're happy to hear that because, you know, most of our inventor community, you know, a lot of the people are doing it alone, you know, and they don't have yeah. a partner um, yep. Melinda, as you might've heard from our, our beginning of our show today, we are on mm-hmm. close to our anniversary and we're very fortunate to be working together yeah. as well. We're like sisters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we, are. we are. I think it really, I don't, I couldn't do this. I, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, and that's it's Exactly.
7: How, that's how I feel. So I, you know, I give those entrepreneurs credit. that do it solo. It, it's a lot of work and it's tough. And for one, especially, I, you know, it's a lot kudos to them. Let me tell you
1: well kudos to you too and when we come back after break nancy will give think about a little success story outside of walgreens maybe someone that you touched their lives they told you a funny story about the pro the product that they bought from from you or you mm-hmm. know let's let's find a funny little cute story when we come back right after a quick break from our uh, sponsors yeah, absolutely
0: and diana will return after a short break with more of innovation divas
4: have you heard We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything.
0: Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know.
6: It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments.
0: We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side.
6: Second Wind is that program to help women connect
5: with other women here are the women's stories. In
0: a stressful world,
5: find power in those stories.
0: Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen.
1: Melinda's always thinking of great ideas, Nancy, I got to tell you. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Not that I don't, but today she's she's on fire right now. So <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, so we before we went to break, we were talking about how unique your product is. The fact that you've made it in into the state of Michigan, into so many Walgreens stores, you're going into Whole Foods, you're really making a name for yourself in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so we're so proud of you and Thank hopefully you. that that momentum will continue um for the rest of the country. I mean imagine what what that might be like. But have you ever had someone either stop you on the street or someone that you know that has a funny or cute little story about? I mean, you say that this works for everything besides deodorant.
7: No, it does work for deodorant marks also. Um, yeah. It, you know, a lot of people um, mistaken it for stain remover, or like your tight stick and things of that nature. Where it's not, it's almost like the unspoken of clothing marks where, you know, you see them on people, but... And then you wonder, did they see it? You know what I'm seeing, because <laughs> I, I just I see it, and I just want to grab my unmarks and go and, you know, wipe it off of them. But uh, uh,
2: have you ever done that? Excuse me. I, I haven't, but
7: we've joked about it <laughs> stuffy, and I said, you know what we should do is take a video camera and just go unmarking people that don't realize that. They need the product, you know?
2: <laughs> You've been unmarked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a whole video campaign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go, viral. Of <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I'm telling you, she's coming up with these
2: ideas. Yeah, they're full of it
7: today. You are on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> we did have an interesting uh, phone call, actually, one of our customers, who happened to be a woman in her 80s, and she is so cute, and she called and wanted to just tell us how much she loved the product and that she... um Purchased it for her husband to carry in his pocket for his um, dandruff problem. <laughs> oh gosh! Yes. Yeah, so she said uh, he carries it in his pocket and he pulls it out, you know, before church and cleans himself off and anywhere he goes. And you know, she said she even has the grandkids over and she says, and I find myself chasing them with the, with the product, you know, when I see them getting things on their clothing. And I we just thought it was so adorable that the fact that even you know that you called to tell us that, but. It's cute. And, you, you know, I would have never imagined that going on, but it does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that story because, you know what, you know, dantruff is a problem and men don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't necessarily. There are some that are more metrosexual than others. Right. But there are some that just don't care about how they look. Right. You know, right. and it's okay. You know, they're, they think yeah. their wives are going to love them regardless. And especially someone on the little older side may may not really care at all so that that is very cute that she cared at least enough to you know get him to to be in
7: his pocket
1: (laughs) and go ahead
2: well, it's a great uh, stocking stuffer gift too. I it mean, is with the, with the holidays coming up. I mean, that's a that's a, a great little thing that you can you know give to your wife, to your husband, and, yeah. and to your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, with the price nine ninety nine, you
7: can't go wrong because you don't have to keep going out and repurchasing you know refills and all these things. It's, you know, pretty much a one-time purchase. I still have mine from when we first started, and I use it constantly, you know, so...
4: Well, I, and the
2: design is really, I mean, it's attractive, too. It's yeah. not just, uh, I mean, it, people don't know until you go look at it, but, I mean, there's different colors, and yeah. and it looks really, just from looking at it, it looks well-made, just from the Internet, you can tell. So, you know, you, you, you did a really, you thought of a lot of uh, the parts and pieces to make it successful.
7: Yeah, it was a lot of testing. And like I said, you know, it started with safety pins and then moved to the needles we broke and then finally, (laughs) finally got someone that knew what they were doing. So it was a process, let me tell you. (laughs) But it it was a fun process. And, you know, when we first started, the funny thing was we had read this book by um, Tamara Monsuf, and it's Mm -hmm. its Mom Adventures Handbook. And Mm -hmm. it kind of guided us through to what... Steps take along the way, and it's easy read. So when we read it, I read a story on uh, a mom who had created a product for, you know, um, for kids. And it said it took her like three, four years. And I was like, Steph, I'm like, what was she doing? Three, four years? I mean, come on, just post it. And then when we got started three, four years later. I said, you remember that mom we read about? That was right, just read right about the money. You know, it takes time. You think it's like, oh, just grab this, do that. no. <laughs>
1: No, you're absolutely right. It does take some time.
7: It does. And
1: and you know what? I think that's the best advice you could probably give somebody is to let them know that, you know, stick-to-itiveness is is critical to be, you know, successful Mm. if you want your product to to have longevity. You just got to stick to it.
7: Absolutely. Yeah, you'll hit some bumps, but, you know, in life you hit those all the time. So it's just another one you got to figure it out and keep moving.
2: Well, and they say with any successful business, even outside of the inventing industry, it takes roughly two years to start seeing a profit or seeing any success. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, we see kind of the burnout because it's a lot of work the inventing process and and everything that goes with it and and we see the burnout before the two-year mark and it yeah. you know if you can stick past and get through those bumps you're going to be so much stronger and so much more successful because you've you know withstood those bumps yeah. in the road so yeah
7: absolutely and it's a learning process the whole way because you know not everybody can do every you even we can not we don't know everything we don't do Marketing, I wasn't specialized in all of the things I, that I need to do, but you learn and you quickly figure it out. So, you know, it's you learn a lot, and that's that's a uh, you know, very important in the process. It's fun yeah. to learn new things along the way.
2: Yeah. Well, and and with a product like yours that is, you know, obviously really seeing success and growing and growing, you know, I think the next, you know, the things that the inventor needs to know is that, you know, there may be the copycats. There may be the mm-hmm. things that happen, even if you've done everything you could possibly do to protect yourself. And if you've already made a name for yourself, you know, like Spanx or Unmarked, it's, you know, right. it's, it's, you, you've done it. You've, you've, and you've, you know, first to not only market, but also you've, you know, first to file, you protected yourself. So you've done everything that you could possibly do Mm -hmm. and to, to really make that grounded. So it's a great story and great example of how to do it right. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, we're very
1: proud of you and we're excited to have you on the show. Thank you so, so much. And please give our well wishes to your sister. I will. Thank you. And we hope that we see you up uh, in the Inventors Pavilion so that we can help you uh, tell your story a little bit more. Uh, if you have a cool video mm-hmm. and talk about the success that you've had in Michigan, um, who knows? There might be buyers from other places that would find you. So we yeah. would love to have you a part of it. Absolutely. Thank you
7: for having me. It's been great talking to you, ladies. Thank I'll- you.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks. So- So for more information on either TJ or Nancy and their products, you can go to our show page at toginet.com backslash shows backslash innovation divas, which, you know, that's what we are, folks. We are the innovation divas. But more importantly, as Melinda and I spoke at the beginning of the show, is that we run a network for connection and connecting inventors to great opportunities and even having TJ and, and and Nancy on the same show gives you that idea is that we, we really do our best to try and not only educate the inventor in the process, but give them some inspiration from folks like Nancy. And I, I love that that's what we can do every day mm-hmm. to support our community. Well, it's so
2: important. It keeps you, especially when you don't have that fantastic sister or friend or somebody who's kind of your sidekick in this and you're feeling alone and hearing those stories, you feel connected. You feel like you're not alone. And I think it just helps you stay motivated because it, that, like I said, the, the burnout, it, it does happen and you got to get through it and, you know, stick to your guns and, and, you know, roll with the punches and all of that stuff. <laughs> Keep your chin up and, and, <laughs> a new day tomorrow you know there's all those things <laughs> so we try to keep you inspired but but uh, that's why it's important to hear these stories really important Right.
1: So um, next week we have some exciting things happening. Melinda, you want to share with our audience?
2: Well, we are um, doing, first of all, a virtual pitch session um, with Telebrands. And that piece is kind of a private affair with inventors who have been hand-selected by us who are um, pitching to uh, one of the biggest and and most well-known and reputable, as seen on TV, um, companies, Telebrands. So they'll be pitching one-on-one with A.J. Gabbard. Bonnie. And so we're going to be hosting that, um, uh, next week. And so right now we're in the testing, making sure equipment's working, work with the inventors. So it's kind of a fun time. And we're also lining up a really exciting gifting. So I'm working on that right now. We're, we're, uh, we've got really a kind of a fun marketing, uh, avenue for the inventors. So excited about that. So we'll be announcing that soon. I just have to Wait on their people to get back to me but uh that's going to be a fun fun marketing um event for our community so that's I all something. i can think of i know we have we have tons of media though oh my gosh i mean just almost so much we can't even get it all probably the three minutes we have or two minutes now that we have
1: Yes, we sure do. I'm heading off to Denver, Colorado for the Fox Good Morning Show to um, showcase some amazing products from our network. So that's going to be really exciting. An early bird uh, show. I have to be there at 745. You would be better at that. Uh,
2: (laughs) Not necessarily. I'd first be puking from being too nervous, so it wouldn't balance out. I'd be up, but I'd be too nervous.
1: And and then we have our good friend Julissa from um, CBS. Sacramento the morning show who uh, will be showcasing some products for us in the tech savvy um, category so if you have a great tech product we'd love to hear from you for good day sacramento and i think everybody's good day and then uh, yeah, and, and then the and then back here in chicago at fox news Um, In the morning show, we'll be doing um, some baby products, so some exciting things there. So if you have a great baby product, uh, that would be wonderful. And then we'll be going to Philadelphia and back here in Chicago for holidays. Great holiday products. So we are busy with our media exposure, folks. So if you want to take advantage of any of this stuff, come in and join as a VIP member. We would love to have you.
2: Yeah, and even, I mean, we're always looking for great products, but the people who are up in our Inventors Pavilion and a member, they are the people who we select for these opportunities, depending on which one it is. So um, first come, first serve on that, and uh, so get up in there and check it out at inventorswithaznetwork.com.
1: Good job.
2: Yeah, got to fit that in there, you know.
1: (laughs) You know, you know.
2: (laughs) That's our website.
1: Yeah, and for more information on TogiNet, if you want to be your your own radio show host, contact uh, Togenet directly. It's a great place to work, and we love our our big relationship here at Togenet. So thank you so much for the show.
2: Thank you.
0: Cohen ...returned next week with more of the innovation divas. They really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women-invented products with this audience. Contact the divas for more information on how to sponsor or attend. Then join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard,